You are now listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything that's anything with your hosts, David and Brenda. Now, let's get to talking about this and that. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of This and That. I am Brenda, better known as Miss Brenbren. And this is David, a.k.a. The Professor. And we are your co-hosts for what is becoming a very popular podcast that people are listening to on demand. Today is April the 6th, 2019, and this is our 11th episode, correct? Yes, 11th episode of the This and That podcast. And just like the name implies, we talk about everything that's anything because we are an eclectic podcast. And as a result, we have listeners all over the place. And some of the listeners are, again, listening on demand. And they're coming from places like Lawrenceville, Georgia. Radcliffe, Kentucky. Athens, Georgia. Texarkana, Texas. And Greensboro, North Carolina. So we have listeners in the States as well as abroad. And we say thank you to everyone because we are very appreciative of the fact that you can listen to us on demand. And where are some of those locations? Locations where folks can listen to us on demand and or subscribe are uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and our home base, SoundCloud. And for any reason that you can't subscribe to us, send us an email at this and that, this the letter N, that, all nine characters together, at sign, aboutgreatercincinnati.com. So that's this and that, at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. And if you send us an email and tell us to add you to our email distribution list, we'd be more than happy to email you and let you know when a new podcast is posted on SoundCloud. Now, because we talk about everything that's anything, what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about two items uh, that are hot slash radioactive this past week. Uh, one is Jesse Smollett, still in the news, won't go away. So that's one update. Also, here in our backyard, we had a, a very unusual story um, about a uh, possible sighting of a um, missing little boy. So we get into that. Also, new segment, we didn't make this up. That's, that's the, the name title. of the segment. It's so outrageous. It's one of those, is this for real kind of things? And yes, it is. So this is where we're going to be putting these type of stories from now on. And to kick off this inaugural session, we have uh, a oh, doozy. The, yeah. I'm not going to even get into it because it's just would spoil the fun. Yeah, just keep listening. <laughs> also, we've got an update on the NCAA Final Four. Uh, how, how are our predictions, Ms. Brenbren and, and the professor's predictions, looking 
liked thus far and um, also in keeping with when we talked about before we still keep the cat mascot people mascot thing going as well and then finally we end with our ever popular words of wisdom so I think that pretty much says what we're going to be talking about on this edition of our eclectic podcast so are we ready to get started Yes, we're ready to start this and that, episode 11. All right, let's go. We are getting ready to start talking about what's hot on our eclectic podcast, This and That. And like we said at the intro, uh, the what's hot pretty much is going to be covered covering um, hoaxes or alleged hoaxes. And we're going to start out with the Jesse Smollett update. Oh, so you're with Chris Rock now. He's Jesse. You're well, not giving him any respect. Hey, how does he spell his name? <laughs> J-U-S-S-I-E. <laughs> there you go. Now, how do you pronounce that? Well, Chris Rock's calling him Jesse now. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and I saw the Image Awards and... He basically came out and said, oh, I'm not supposed to talk about Jesse Smollett? Oh, uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't seen it, I'm sure it's somewhere all across social media, folks, if you didn't see what Chris Rock did to yeah, Jesse go, Smollett. Go, go look, look, Google it. Yeah, Google it and find you'll, out. You'll be able to find it. And you will find it hilarious. But only Chris Rock can be Chris Rock. So. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not even going to try and, don't, don't even and try. go there. So anyway, what's our update on this topic that doesn't seem to want to go away? It won't go away. Before I get into the update, the other day, um, because we weren't near TV, I was trying to find, for what it's worth, the Reds on the radio. Um, and that's just a whole other story. <laughs> that's what I mean by, by what it's worth. Hey, who knows? But, Maybe we'll get in that, to that in uh, another episode. Another that's episode. A future episode. But, um, um, so we were going on, on the dial, and we were hitting talk radio, and I, I'll just call it conservative talk radio, because that's what it is. I was stunned. It's like every one of them, it's, it's as if Jesse Smollett had, you know, tried to, to murder the president or something. It was crazy. So this story just won't go away. And it is just, you know, depending where you're tuning in, all that's ever being talked about. But as far as update, uh, the latest thing that came out is uh, the city of Chicago was suing him for $130,000 to pay back the overtime and, and cost of the police investigations. And they gave him uh, and his lawyers seven days to comply. And, uh, of course, they basically did nothing. So uh, a civil lawsuit's been, been dropped on, on Jesse. And um, his lawyer, Mark Garagos, uh, put out a note basically saying you're, you're violating his civil rights, blah, 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 and, you know, double jeopardy. All, all the stuff you would just throw in there, which doesn't really apply because that was criminal. Whatever happened, criminal doesn't apply. This is civil. So we'll see what happens here. But that's the latest is now it's going to be a civil complaint. And who knows what kind of stuff they'll be able to. to we may see these sealed records. We don't know. We don't know where this is going to go now, in the civil system. the question that I have is, did he think this was going to get him any increased exposure to help his um, 
I don't know. Help his acting career? Well, see, that's what the that's the police's theory of the case is that this hoax, or alleged hoax, dismissed hoax, I guess from the DA standpoint, was done so that he could increase his salary with respect to Empire. I never believed that. But he's been fired from Empire. Yes, but I I didn't believe well, that's I why say he did fired. it. Fired. He's been let go. He's, What's the difference? Well, we, we'll, you'd have to see. Has he been written out or whatever? I, I haven't heard anything formally that he's been let go or not. But I always thought that he did this. And I believe, my opinion, that he did stage the hoax. But he staged the hoax in order to raise his profile with respect to all the things he's done in the LGBTQ community and, and working on behalf of um, uh, marginalized and underserved people and so forth. I always thought that that was the reason why he did this. Not what he would think in his own mind as a self-serving. He saw this as a way for him to do more good or somehow. That's what I think in his own kind of twisted thinking on this. Okay, well. That's, that's my theory of the case. The police theory about he did it for more money I never bought into because it made no sense. Well, one thing's for sure. Um, the police have dropped the case. They let go of all the charges. The police did not. No. Okay. The well, state's right. attorney did. You're the correct. The police were like, what, you know, WTF? I mean, police and Rahm Emanuel were at the graduation of uh, the, the new police academy force coming out, the graduating force, and they found out during that ceremony, and I'm sure Rahm Emanuel and company were like, you know, WTF, what, what's this about? And it wasn't even Kim Fox because she was technically recused. And Kim Fox is the state's attorney for Cook County. It was her deputy who did it. So the white guy <laughs> looked, looked like the bad guy. But they, they knew where it really was coming from. And they've been attacking Kim Fox. And in fact, the FOP and um, other police unions and the like are, have called for her resignation and are doing other things to put political pressure to try and I guess, get her to resign, which isn't going to happen. Well, who knows what happened behind the scenes. Um, Chicago is a completely different place, and they play a completely different game when it comes to policing and politics. So you got to be careful about that. And the interesting thing is, in a few weeks, they'll have a completely new mayor, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, and she just happens to be... A member of the um, LGBTQ LGBT. community. So I'm wondering. <laughs> so we'll see how this plays How out. that's going to play out, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I guess what? More to come. The story this just won't just die. Just won't go away. I know. It just won't go away. So um, speaking of stories that won't go away, uh, let's talk about this. What is a, a hoax that, it, that ended up in our backyard? Yes. Uh, this is a bizarre story. Earlier this week, Right here in Southwest Ohio, what appeared to happen is a uh, teenage kid, 14, 13, 14 years old, had escaped from the clutches of uh, essentially kidnappers slash sex traffickers. The kid claimed to be uh, a, a missing boy from Aurora, Illinois, Timothy Pitson, who was uh, missing since he was six years old. 
the backstory on that is his, uh, a few days before he went missing, his mother took him around, and there's video of this, you know, surveillance video of him in amusement parks and everything else, and he had the time of his life for a few days, and then, you know, when that was done, she committed suicide, left a note, and basically said, you know, she's ending it, but, you know, Timothy will be fine, she's giving him away, basically, and you'll never find him again. Um, and there's been hope that he really is somewhere alive, they did find at the scene of her suicide, and this has been ruled a suicide. There's no question about that. Um, they did find his, Timothy's blood, but they didn't find like tons and tons of blood. Uh, but they did find his blood in the back of the car where, where she, she um, killed herself. Anyway, um, so that's the backstory. So out of nowhere now, you know, I'll just say Timothy Pitson potential shows up here, um, runs across the bridge from Cincinnati into Kentucky. He says he was being, had been held at the Red Roof Inn and a bunch of other things. And so um, everybody, they had tons of law enforcement agencies looking into this. They had the FBI in Cincinnati, the FBI out of Louisville, and since it was on Kentucky soil, they had the lead. You had multiple sheriff's departments for various counties. You had um, different police departments, and plus Aurora, Illinois, obviously involved. Make a long story short, um, it was a complete hoax. The child isn't even a child. Yeah, and I kind of figured the child wasn't a child because it never made any sense from the very beginning of the story. It the, just sounded really bizarre. Well, the, 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 my thing, my antenna went up when he described his kidnappers. It was like, you know, one bodybuilder type, you know, spider tattoo on the neck and some other. It's like, come on, nobody does that anymore. And I could swear those tattoos, whatever, I, I, and I didn't have time to research it. I'm like, didn't I see some episode of something or some movie where they had two guys and they had tattoos like that in the movie? So I, I don't know. But uh, it turns out the person is Brian Rennie um, from um, Ohio. And it's a 23-year-old man, um, but small in build or whatever. So I, I don't know where and how, how he looked, but he clearly fooled a bunch of people into looking like he, he looked like he could be a teenage kid. Um, but he's done this kind of thing before. And apparently he learned about the, the Pitson case by watching a, a 2020 recently um, ran an episode on this. And that's where he learned all the information to do this. But he's, he's impersonated... Um, twice before, a child trying to who said he escaped from a sex trafficking ring, or whatever, and he's apparently he says he, he does these things to get away from his family. And part of what he told the detectives or the FBI is that he wishes he had a father like Timothy Pitson and some other stuff. So this is a very disturbed individual. I don't know how they thought how he thought he was going to get away with this. Well, yeah, um, my heart goes out. To the Pitson family. Because they had to relive everything. They had to basically, like you said, relive everything, get their hopes up, just to have things dashed and taken away from them yet again. Yes. So I feel for them. I, I can't even imagine what that's like. Somebody's missing, you still, you hold out hope all this time that the person is alive and people are still working the case, it's not a dead case, and then... You kind of get your hopes up, but you can't get them up too much, and it's, it's just that, that's just tragic. I mean, for that alone, I, I I hope they take that into account when they sentence this person. Well, when he's sentenced, like you said, I hope he gets the book thrown at him 
for making all this up. I mean, so basically, under what type, two particular or two potential hoaxes, one of which proved to be an actual hoax, the other one is still alleged, and we'll see how both of them play out in the very, very end. Now, we are going to talk about what? Our new segment. We didn't make this up. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. And we did not make this up. Trust me, folks. We did not make this up. Somebody else did, though. And they're probably going to get paid as a result of making this up. So let's talk about this um, card game. Well, well, first, let's get into the backstory. Just in case people don't know. People have heard of all these different internet challenges, the Ice Bucket Challenge and so on. Well, there's been a new challenge that's come out recently, earlier this year, called the Florida Man Challenge. And what this is, is essentially, it started out as just amusement for some people, but then it's turned into this challenge. And it's, use your, your, your birth date, you know, so like, you know, January 1, not necessarily the year, just the birth date. And... Use Google or your favorite search engine and put in Florida Man in that date and see what kind of wacky headlines come up out of that. That's the challenge. And when you say Florida Man, do they also look into Florida women as, as well? Yeah, there's a variation of that where people look into Florida women as well. Okay. Because they're weird and wacky headlines that way. So what, what kind of stuff were you talking about? So just to give you a flavor of this. Uh, and there are people who track this on a daily basis. And since the beginning of 2019, there have only been two days of peace, as they would put it. Two days where there hasn't been some Florida man, crazy, wacky headline in the news. Uh, so what, what do I mean? For example, and these are real headlines, people. We are not making any of this up. Yep, just like the title of the segment says, we did make this up. Florida man arrested after hitting dad with pizza because he was mad he helped birth him. That's the kind of crazy stuff. And they like throwing things at people. Pizza is another one this wait, year. Wait, 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 wait. You said somebody threw pizza at somebody because they contributed to their being on this earth. Is that what you oh, just said? Oh, it was in the operating room. I don't know. It's a wacky headline. It doesn't make any sense. That's the point. Here's another one. They like throwing stuff at people. Nothing like the India guy. No, no, it's not that deep. Florida man throws pizza slice at mom during argument. What is this thing with pizza? <laughs> they like throwing things at people, though. I could go on for a whole bunch of stuff throwing and pizza. Pizza comes into play a lot. Florida man learns hard way he stole laxatives, not opioids. Use real headline, use your imagination. Yeah, use your imagination on that one, folks. This is, this is my favorite one so far this year, though. Florida man denies syringes found in rectum are his. <laughs> I could do this all day, and Brent, Brent, Brent knows this. I could just do this all day long. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. But we'll end there. So you people, find people that have on the your person... People but you can deny that. Well, I guess you could say they're not yours. Just because they were found on Just your stop. body. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. You're playing. No. 
No, stop it. No. Anyway, you folks see the point. So... But you could. Just stop. So anyway, a, a comic book shop in Los Angeles is like, you know, instead of just getting amused about this, they want to get paid. So they have started a, a Kickstarter. Kickstarter is a website, like GoFundMe. The Kickstarter website to fund a game. Florida Man, the card game. Now, the card game is patterned after Cards Against Humanity card game. And if you don't know a millennial or a Gen Z person, because we didn't know about... We were introduced to Cards Against Humanity a month or so ago. Yeah. By, by um, KC, one of our Gen Z people that we know that... Um, we co-entertain each other, let's put it this way, and educate each other on different things. So we learned about this Cards Against Humanity thing from, from Casey. So anyway, what this guard card game is, is this, and, and Florida Man game works the same way. You have these, um, so we'll just go with that. You have in the Florida Man game uh, someone who's the judge, one player, and they present headline cards, kind of like the headlines I just read, but they have... Key, they have blank spaces, keywords and stuff that are that need you need to fill in the blanks on. And you have other players, the Floridians, who um, have action cards. And when these headline cards come up, they use their action cards to fill in the blanks on the headline. And whoever has the most, you know, wacky, outrageous, hilarious headline, according to the judge, gets so many points. So it's like whose line is it anyway, if you watch that show. And whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. But my understanding is from Gen Z, I mean, most people, points, they, they just do it for amusement. Well. Here, <laughs> Until here, they get tired of playing. Here is my headline. Stay out of Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um, I told folks a while ago, Florida, and this, this was almost 20 years ago now, Florida is a new California. When we were growing up, California was the weird place, but somewhere in the 90s, it became Florida, and it just is holding on to this title. It loves it. Well, like I said, stay out of Florida, <laughs> and if you do happen to go to Florida, make sure... Don't drink you, the water. I was going to say, take several cases of bottled water with you so that you're not buying anything off of the store shelves once you get to Florida, because you just don't want to drink the water. You really don't. Stay out. And, and when you use the toilets, make sure you look in them first, because you don't know if you're going to find snakes or iguanas See, or See, I, I was not But that's real. I'm being real. You just don't know. You don't know. In fact, that was one of the headlines here, where they called 911 because they, there was a fluorescent green iguana, and there was a picture of it, and it is fluorescent green. Again, <laughs> stay out of Florida. Now da, 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 da. Yeah, okay, I was waiting for it. I knew there was going to be some music da, da, from somewhere. Da, da, da. I'm going to let him play it out. Can I now get into broadcasting? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you very much. We are now down to the final four. And uh, uh, hopefully 
Mm -hmm. um, we, David will not sing. I really hope the professor, please stop, please stop. <laughs> but anyway, we are down to the final four of NCAA Men's Basketball Championship, March Madness. On the road to the final four, it has come down to two cat teams versus two people teams, correct? That is correct. Uh, there will be a, and if people listen to episode nine of this and that, we talked about uh, the whole mascot thing and cat mascots. And we have, there definitely will be a cat mascot in the final as we predicted. It just won't be the one we thought. Um, so we're down to our honorable mention, Virginia, which kind of said might be there, and uh, the Auburn Tigers. And the Virginia Cavaliers, if you didn't listen to episode 9, the reason why they're honorable mention is because they're Cavaliers, they're dressed like Musketeers, which is how Puss in Boots in Shrek was dressed. Puss in Boots, the animated cat character, Antonio Banderas voiced. And who are the two My human teams? Uh, the two human teams, you've got, of course, um, 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 Michigan State with Sparty. And um, you've uh, got the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So when it comes down to the finals on, what is it, Monday night? Monday night. You will have a cat team versus a human mascot team. And so the tie... Will be broken. Yes, because again, um, backtracking on episode nine, the cats and people both since they've gone to the field of sixty four uh, in uh, nineteen eighty six, I believe, either either eighty five or eighty six. Cats and and people are tied with the most number of wins. Um, teams with cat mascots and people mascots. So yes, the tie will be broken. We predict, obviously, Brenda and myself, that it will be, um, it'll be close. Might it'll be, be the close. cat. Might, it'll be close. Because this gets, gets into who's going to be in the final four. And my final four prediction, given not final four, the final game. And given who's left in this, I got to go with my man, Tita the Izzo, who I think is the most underrated college coach, Tom Izzo. Great coach. You look at because he's not dealing with all Americans and things like that. You know, McDonald's all Americans got a pipeline of them. He takes what he's dealt and he is never out. He's always in the Sweet 16. He's either in the Final Four or knocking on the door of the Final Four. He's won it. So I think Tita Izzo is going to prevail over the Red Raiders. So that's that's just where I'm at on that one. So yeah, Michigan I agree, State. I agree with you on that out one. Out of the people side. And they're they're always tough because he, he knows what he's doing. And his his players have been around and they play as a cohesive team and they just don't quit and they're mentally tough. Like all that's just the hallmark of, of, of the Tom Izzo coach Michigan State team. They don't get rattled, they're mentally tough, they never think that they're gonna lose until it's triple zero. And they're not in the league. All right, Sparty's going to make it to yes. the finals against who? I think Sparty's going to make it in the finals, and I got to go with um, my other man, Tony Bennett. I think um, I think he's going to make it in there. Bruce Bruce Pearl Auburn, he's done an awesome job, and they did prevail to get in the final four without their star forward, um, KK. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Who's got who? Who I believe by now has undergone the ACL surgery, but they need him 
tonight. And without him, it's I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. I don't think they're going to put enough. They're not going to be able to slow down Virginia the way they've been slowing down other teams, and they won't be able to put up enough points the way Virginia puts up points. So I, I think it's just that elementary. Well, I agree with you, but then again, I thought Villanova was going to make yeah, it. Yeah, we both thought Villanova was going to make it. And Villanova did they, they let us down. I don't know what happened there. So we'll um, see who ends up in the final matchup, and um, hopefully a cat will prevail and break the tie, and cats will continue to rule the world. Our words of wisdom this week come from the very erudite and loquacious Dr. Professor Michael Eric Dyson. Now, would you like to define for people what erudite and loquacious means? Erudite's like scholarly. I mean, Thank you. And loquacious, he likes to talk. There you and go. he does like to talk. He's not only a professor, he's not only a commentator on television, he is also an ordained minister. So you know this man likes to talk. Hey, <laughs> and he's a black ordained minister. I just want you to break it <laughs> from down Philly. so people would understand what we're talking about. Yes. So I could go on and on about credentials and the like, but that's not what it's about. Uh, this clip speaks for itself. I'm not even really going to set it up. I'm just going to let it play out, and then we will chat about the implications of it. Two weeks and two days ago, I buried my younger brother, Everett Dyson Bay. Today would have been his 56th birthday. And of all the things I miss about him, his high intelligence, his deep and profound humanity, his great sense of humor, his unrivaled love for his family, his unexcelled quest for self-improvement, and his determination, his fierce and profound determination, to make certain that the world knew he was not guilty of the crime for which he was convicted. Above all that I think of now is that I couldn't take his last two calls, getting on a plane and then going into a meeting. I know, but I'll tell you this. Take the call of your loved one. You never know. All right, now that was recorded um, March 14th, 2019, and, and posted then. So this is, was a while back, just to get the time context. But again, the clip speaks for itself. Take the time to talk to your loved ones. If you've got some ridiculous beef with family members, you haven't talked in years, settle the beef. It's not worth it. You don't want to be in the position of... Michael Eric Dyson, where it's too late and you live with that regret the rest of your life. Right, and what I would also add to this is don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Because um, we do that too often. Thinking that, oh, we'll wake up tomorrow morning and we'll be able to carry on. You just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Or as they would say in church, no one is promised tomorrow. Exactly. Well, Brenda, I think that wraps up episode 11. I think we have come to the conclusion of episode 11. And um, again, we are always willing to 
consider different topics to discuss. So if anybody has anything of interest, where should they email us? They should email us at thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That's this, the letter N, that, all nine characters together, at sign, aboutgreatercincinnati.com. And as always, we will read the emails, but that doesn't mean that we're going to necessarily get back to everyone. So you definitely need to tune in to our podcast to see what we have talk- that what we are talking about. Because you just never know, you might be talking about something that you suggested. And the podcast can be uh, found, listened to on demand, and subscribed to at various uh, locations. SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, slash Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Plus, there are a whole bunch of other smaller sites that link into the um, iTunes directory. So I'm sure that we're on other sites that uh, we don't even know about at this point in time. So is there anything else that we need to talk about? Well, uh, just a quick teaser for next week. And we will next week hit uh, some of these political topics that have been bubbling up and over and uh, have people tied into knots. Top of mind is the Mueller report. Oh, that has a lot of people talking for sure. Absolutely. So until then, keep talking and all the best. Peace out. Bye, folks. You have been listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything about This has been hosted by David and Brenda and is presented by AboutGreaterCincinnati.com. Music by Poddington Bear. Please subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay up to date about future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions about this episode, future episodes, interested in sponsorship and or advertising, please email us at thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. All rights reserved. Thank you and all the best.